Hey guys, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to a brand new episode in the Shamima Shah Jahan Leadership Podcast. So, if this is your first time here, then welcome. But if you have been here previously, then you'll notice that the name of the podcast is changed so initially our podcast channel was called true success channel but i realized with all the growth that is happening within me and around me internally externally there's a lot of shifting that has been happening and i decided to embrace this and pivot according to what I am guided towards. So currently let me draw a picture as to where I am. Wait, before that I want to say the reason that this podcast does not have an intro yet is because I am to think about it. Now coming back, um, I'll tie this point down to what I'm going to say right now. But first let me go ahead and paint a picture to you as to where I am, how I am, what I am doing right now. So right now I am on my rooftop. I am turning to my right and looking at the beautiful city of Colombo in Sri Lanka with skyscrapers and the busyness, the hustle and the bustle, talk about it. And then when I look straight ahead, I can see the vast ocean, so vast, the beautiful Indian Ocean glistening under the sun and I can see a single boat far away like a speck of dust moving on the ocean subhanallah and when I look up while squinting the eyes I can see some clouds just passing by and subhanallah it's a very great day here in the city of Colombo Sri Lanka and I, however, am still on my PJs, uh, you know, just with my PJ trouser, my t-shirt, just wearing a cardigan so lousily, wrapping a hijab so comfortably and recording this right now on my mobile phone while I am walking. Now, the reason why I painted this picture for you is when you think about it, this is not how you would say a perfect podcast recording would be. I do not have my usual mic that I use when recording the podcast. I'm not on my work desk. I don't have a perfect script planned. Not as this uh, <clears throat> podcast episode have an intro. I mean, these are things that you think that podcast episode should have and you know what to make it even more imperfect i'm not going to do any editing to this video so if you find me stuttering or stammering making grammatical mistakes even i'm not going to edit it out i'm just going to post it just as it is because today i want to embrace taking messy actions and embracing it so last week something amazing happened to me and that was in just about a week i was able to make a 
massive amount of money for myself that I didn't think was possible for me like just six months back because six months back I was at absolute zero that's exactly where I was still doubting myself because I was making a pivot in my career from working for someone and being working to someone all the time as a teacher in a school to working in a social media Mm -hmm. taking a pause right now because it's kind of windy so I don't know if you can hear me right now but yeah so moving on from working in a school as a teacher to working in a digital marketing agency to starting to work for no one but my own pleasure for me to basically bring out my passion to the world and benefit others through that now this was a scary step for me because this is the first time ever i'm doing it i don't have a capital Um, everything was scary and if i can say what's the word (laughs) now this is the part that generally gets cut off but today it is staying baby imperfections you can stay i give you permission so like i was saying uh wait what was i thinking about again yeah it was feeling so uncertain and this was kind of worrying me yet i went ahead and took the leap of faith to for a lack of better word to explain what i did i literally took a leap of faith even though everything seemed so uncertain and just fast forward four months from that day when i took the leap of faith i am in a position where i have kind of shocked myself and not just myself but my supporter my guide my husband who you know was with me throughout this process so when i initially put forward this idea that this is something that i have you know i could not do justice to explaining this idea to him so i don't blame him because it was such a vague idea just something i wanted to do you know something that's the best way i could explain and maybe i could describe it i couldn't pinpoint and say okay i want to be a doctor you know that's too specific you know what i'm saying right mine was not specific like that it was uncertain it was messy it was imperfect and with all this vulnerability and vagueness i went ahead and took action and i have been working on a couple of things and i did not even do massive promotion that's maybe the reason why you did not hear about it but with certain things that i have been mostly working behind the scenes on myself i was able to create results that shocked myself you see you get the idea i literally shocked myself because i don't think i did what i had to do in order for me to get such a result now the reason i'm saying this is for an example let me draw up an analogy right let's say you want to run a race and they say for you to run a race you need to practice you need to take your glucose have a healthy diet and all these 
if I can say, structure to your day. But then you just head on to a race and lo and behold, you win the race even without putting all those structural things in place. You get the idea. And then you're shocked because, oh my God, I did not do everything that others said that I should do to win the race, yet I won the race. Like, how is that even possible? How is that even possible? So this is exactly where I am right now. Um, so I hope I have given you some justice to this feeling that I'm feeling right now. I'm always questioning myself, like, how is it even possible? How is it even possible for me to someone who believed that XYZ has to be taken care of before I can get this result that I have received? So... Having said that, I did a lot of reflection and subhanAllah, I basically reflected on certain amazing points that I wanted to come in here and share with you. And that is, if you have a goal, if you have a dream, you also need to give yourself permission to loosen yourself a bit don't hang too tightly to these so-called strategies that they say will bring you results because as much as importance is given to strategy do you know what's the first thing that you need even before knowing any strategy it is your mindset it is being in alignment in your energy in the vibrations now i know this energy and vibration all this thing might seem like this strange thing i'm talking about especially if you're not someone who is used to the energy work used to understanding your soul and doing some soul work but that's okay i'm trying to keep this as simple as possible concept wise so please um hang in there with me right what I'm trying to say is that even if you have the number one energy on planet Earth, but you do not have the energy, you do not have the mindset in place, then you will not get the results. But if you have the mindset right, if you have the energy and everything in place, even if you are figuring things along the way, you do not have a strategy in place, you're just figuring things, you're just inventing your own concepts, your own frameworks, then guess what? You can bring, you can create massive results and not just benefit yourself, but later on, you can share this framework, you can share this reflective um, things that you have created with the world and help them out as well. You get what I'm trying to say, which is why sometimes when you look at your models, when you look at these thought leaders, and I don't want to use the word gurus, but you get the idea, these people that you follow for framework and strategy, when you look at them, almost, I believe, 80% of them have a story as to how they started from the bottom, where they did not have anyone, they did not have the knowledge, they were dropouts from school, they were having a very traumatic childhood, you know, things were bad. Yet, 
they were able to create the result that they have right now. And you feel so motivated and you take notes on all the strategies that they use and you implement it. And yet you cannot become the giant that they were able to become despite the fact that you did not have a traumatic childhood, despite the fact you hold a degree. You know, because logically and technically speaking, if you have the exact strategy that they used minus all the trauma, difficulty and pain that they went through, then you should actually be having more success. Yet, the reason why you cannot replicate the success is because you have not embraced who you are. Instead, you are trying to shove down someone else's strategy, someone else's life principle onto you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Which is why if you are someone who is planning on growing exponentially, when you are working on scaling your business, when you are planning on expanding the bond and the strength of your relationships, of your love life, of your success, your career, your health, the first and foremost thing that you need to fix is your mindset. If your mindset is not there, I'm so sorry to say, then you will not be able to lift yourself and guide yourself to the next step on your growth ladder despite having the strategies in place. Maybe with the power of the strategies, you can go from level one to level two Yes, that is progress. But when you have your strategies, 20% of it and 80% of it, when you focus on your mindset, the energy and do a lot of soul work, then from level one, you can jump on to level 10. I'm talking about acceleration growth. Acceleration growth. I think I should say it as accelerated growth. Crazy, messy podcast episode. Yeah. So moving on, like I was saying, it is 80% mindset and 20% strategy. What brings you the result is your strategy. Now, let me draw up another analogy because I love giving analogies because I guess it simplifies the concept. Now, let's say this model, when I say model, I'm talking about this thought leader or someone who is better than you and you're aiming to be like that someone in a particular aspect whether it's in your career in your relationship in your business you get the idea right so that's what i mean when i say model here onwards so let's say that your model is a jug and the water which is the content in the jug is what they are giving you what they are offering you in the form of knowledge or products or services you get it and now here you are a cup and you think that when you hold that one liter water which is in the jug then you can become the jug to get what i'm trying to say now in your effort what you do is when the jug is pouring out the knowledge or giving away the strategies, you try to collect as much water as possible. 
and you get so frustrated that you're not getting the result and you you know try to sometimes even blame the water or even the jug and you're frustrated you're having negative energy but you're not realizing the crux of the matter which is that for you to take advantage and hold all the water that is in the jug you have to transform yourself from a little cup to the jug that comes first and only then can you think about holding all the water if not it's going to be a failed attempt which is why i want to introduce you to the concept of energy molding what we essentially do in energy molding is to try to understand your self and picture yourself as the cup that you are and you have the dream you have the hope to become a jug but for you to become a jug it's understanding first and foremost that it does not have to do with the water content it has to do with the material in which the cup is made so imagine the material is clay and you need to mold this clay you need to put water you need to use your hands you need to get messy you get what i'm trying to say so subhanallah currently here they are saying the adhan for vuhar i don't know if you can hear it so i'm gonna pause this recording and continue once adhan is done gotta live in the moment All right, I am back after the adhan and you know just a few uh, moments later if you found a frequency sound it was me trying to give you a glimpse of the adhan but then <laughs> the wind just blew over my microphone which is why it must be like <sighs> so sorry about that um so yeah moving on i believe we were talking about energy molding um and the jug and the cup analogy right so the next thing that i want to share is a very very powerful concept so please pay attention because if you really embrace this concept then i think and i believe that it can bring about a massive transformation in your life and your business and that is really trusting god and you'll be like uh seriously i already knew that <laughs> yeah i know you know that you got to trust god but let me expand on what i'm trying to say and what angle i'm talking from now when it comes to our business when it comes to a project that we are working on when it comes to a relationship that we are trying to build whether it's getting a spouse or making our spouse more supportive whether it's having a child or making our child more obedient to us and just listening and doing what's actually good for them mhm so when it comes to whatever change that we're trying to build in our life we focus a lot on the method the structure like i was saying the strategy 
but like I mentioned before it's just 20 person strategy and 80 person mindset which is why I am going to take you back in history to the time of Musa alayhi salam when Musa alayhi salam was speaking to Allah when Allah chose Musa alayhi salam to be a being with whom he is going to talk subhanallah Musa alayhi salam logically speaking was not the most if I can say strong individual he was not the most skilled individual if you were to select prophets to do a job based on resume <clears throat> it's so funny we would be rejecting almost all the prophets with our human logic right now let's anyway for the sake of reflection and pondering think about this concept let's say Musa salam and Harun his brother and several other people came to this interview and we were to choose this person who would be suitable to carry the message to Fir'aun to Pharaoh and if Musa was one of the candidates I am absolutely positive that using our human limited logic devoid of divine wisdom we would have rejected him because first and foremost he's not the most fluent in speech he has a stutter and he was kind of nervous you cannot say that he was 100% confident because we know like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about him like when he was in front of the magicians and he had this fear in his heart like oh my god can I do this can my staff actually do that and Allah said don't worry Musa we are taking care of it for you so candidate wise Musa salam would be someone who would be rejected simply based off the fact that he is not the most fluent speaker so he possibly cannot have a stutterless speech in front of the court of the mighty king who is actually calling himself God so despite having this if I can say logical disadvantage Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose Musa alayhi salam and with the response of Musa alayhi salam we see that although he may not be the most skilled one he was there mindset wise which is why he was not afraid first and foremost to talk to Allah he spoke up so confidently he was willing to accept the concept that oh my god god is talking to me just imagine if you were to walk up it's pitch dark and you want some guidance or some light and then out of nowhere a voice <laughs> subhanallah starts speaking to you you would even even before you have to listen to what that voice is saying we would have either fainted or run away or uh, allahu alam what would have happened but then first and foremost he did not faint he was open to accepting this voice that was saying was God. He respected the voice when the voice said to take down, take the slippers. Like if a voice were to appear in front of me and say, okay, Shamima, just take down your slippers because this is a sacred place. I think I would have run away from there as fast as I could because I don't know. I don't think I am that strong enough to 
इवन सिट एंड लिसन टू दिस वॉइस फ्रॉम नो वे इन पिच डार्कनेस ठीक है You know, I think many of us we walk down our hallway in our own house and then switch off the light and run upstairs to our bedroom as if like this invisible ghost is chasing us. Like we've all been there, been childhood, even into adulthood. Don't say anyone. I do that sometimes. <laughs> But here is Musa Ali Salam in a completely strange place. He heard this voice and he accepted it. Look at the strength he showed. And then he listened to God, and when God gave him the mission. and we know he as a human being musa alayhi salam was processing all this information first and foremost he must have had million thoughts running in his mind about going back to egypt because the last time he left egypt he was running away in fear of his life because firaun and his uh, soldiers were trying to kill him because of an accident that happened there was no clear evidence and there was this person who was spreading false rumor about him he has killed the person although it was an accident you know it was all messed up and i'm sure after several years musa alayhi salam is going to come and at that time they did not have uh, you know internet or mobile phones even so probably musa alayhi salam's mom and sister and his fam did not know about the fact that he got married and he must have changed physically don't even know if they're going to recognize him i'm sure like so many thoughts must have been running inside musa alayhi salam's mind but when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called him to the message to go to firaun you know what he said first and foremost he did not faint or run away he was strong enough to listen and comprehend secondly the dua he made that we use till today this dua has been preserved till the end of times in the quran the miraculous book of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the last and final messenger muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam who will be given the maqam al-mahmuda after whose request the day of judgment will begin in such a great book by the greatest man ever a dialogue of another individual was preserved and i'm sure musa alayhi salam must have spoken a lot but that allah chose to pick this words and preserve it for us because he knows that this wisdom that musa alayhi salam showed is a wisdom that is timeless because the words of allah are timeless now these words are preserved in the quran it becomes kalamullah because it's a part of the quran so if allah chose to preserve it for us then it's important for us to use this dua reflect on it more than just reciting it when you are going on a stage or speaking in public or before an examination have it in justice to our reflection it's so profound that i believe we can keep reflecting on it like forever and still keep extracting gems and before i conclude this podcast episode i want to share one reflection tying down to the previous point of energy molding that i was speaking to you about and that is musa alayhi salam said rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wahlul uqdatam min lisani yafqahu qawli and like i said 
you can keep reflecting on this dua and keep extracting gems but i want to expound on just the first part of this dua tying back to the previous point what did musa alayhi salam say rabbishrahli sadri ya allah please expand my chest expand my chest Musa alayhi salam was talking about expansion Subhanallah like can you imagine a cup expanding into a jug to be able to carry out the message going back to the analogy you know when someone when you get afraid you know the one of the first things where you feel it is in your chest area you know when you are feeling very nervous you get this very uncomfortable feeling in your no, lower belly which is why some people go out there and have diarrhea but when something big or terrifying and yet is not necessarily scary or evil in nature something just big comes your way and you whether you are aware of this concept or not you realize that you're still not big enough for this you feel it in your chest right which is why sometimes when people are trying to give a speech or talk in front of a huge crowd and they feel little they find out of breath they find their lips going dry you know they call it the cotton ball effect i believe and then they you know are funny it hard to breathe like oh my god what am i what am i saying blah, blah, blah. you know their voice goes all cracky <laughs> and here musa ali salam just like rab bishrah li sadri allah expand my chest subhanallah and we know that the heart the mind whatever you call it the heart allah clearly says that the heart is the one that thinks the heart is the one that understands and we know that the heart is in the chest right i'm taking into a weird interesting philosophical journey right here in this podcast do we understand the beauty and the depth of these words rabbi shrahli sadri that allah preserved for us when you are saying rabbi shrahli sadri are you just saying it um if i can say like rabbi shrahli sadri was surely amri you know like a matter of um like to add structure to your speech or structure to your day or are you really feeling the depth of this dua do you know why you're saying it like is this dua being connected to your why the moment you are uttering it when you're saying rabbi shrahli sadri are you feeling yourself expanding so you can carry this message or this goal that you want to do and you want it to succeed are you seeing it as a dua that will ensure that will protect you from being a small person and hence failing in your goal that you are seeking to succeed in do you feel it rabbi shrahli sadri expansion acceptance and moving on we see that musa alayhi salam after making the dua he went ahead 
and he did the action he took massive big scary action he did not just stop at you know working on making dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to expand himself but he actually went ahead and took the action and subhanallah while i'm here walking and talking to you there was a bird that just flew by and i was actually processing this message that i'm sharing with you right now and then subhanallah you know the way i have trained my mind through the works of energy molding is that whatever happens around me i see it as a sign from allah and i thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it and it has done wonders to me and it reminded me you know just to draw up another analogy of the bird the bird you know cracks out of an egg i mean as crazy as it is you know like something so hard looking rock like rock like and a bird a life comes out of it and then it does not know to fly it cannot see initially and then when it needs to learn to fly it just jumps off and it trusts its nature so as believers who want to create something who want to level up our leadership who wants to show up to this world as our next level it's important that we believe the personality this destiny that allah has placed within us for our true self to come out when we take crazy massive actions you know it's like you jumping out of the nest and you know deep down that this is the message that god has created you for and it will work out you don't know how you might even struggle flapping your wings but then allah will make you float because he has all these invisible energies to make it work for you because you are the subject of your life and you need to understand that if you put people's opinions people's approval people pleasure people validation as a subject of your life that's your problem so you need to fix that so replace your life from a place of insecurity to a place of certainty that allah will take care of me everything will work out so replace that low life you have chosen yourself for yourself to a life of empowerment by making you the subject of your life with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the center to get the idea you as the subject with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the center and when you do that you will find the strength within you to take massive actions in your life that's going to bring you incredible results inshallah and the best part is you will find yourself expanding you will be in this endless wonderful expansion journey where you're growing every single second of your life that's the type of growth that we want to be in you get it the sense of peace the sense of calmness And when you do that and if you one day Allahu Akbar choose to make a podcast episode on your own have a podcast show of your own you would not be feeling the tightness in your chest to take scary massive messy actions so here I am sharing 
what I believe is a massive idea with you. But I am okay and calm about it being touched with my human vulnerability, my human nature. It does not have to be perfect. Ihsan, yes. But I'm trying to do Ihsan by focusing more on the content than focusing so much on the strategy that I lose out the content because I'm blocking and resisting the flow of creativity. Do you get it? I'm blocking the good energy that can come to me because I'm trying to structure the energy and forcing it to be in a way that I think is logically correct. Instead, you should know to trust your intuition that has been calibrated and take massive action and inshallah the results will show no doubt about it affirmation because recently i posted a uh, quote on my instagram page shamima underscore shaj that says do your best and allah will caps and bold will take care of the rest this attitude is tawakkul so you need tawakkul just like the bird that flies out and then it comes back to its nest with a filled belly. Because if we were to use our human logic, we would be like, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. We can't fly out. We need to know, know where we are going. We need to know how we are going to get there. We need to know what the temperature is like. We need to know the weather. We need to know if they're up. Oh, no, man. Don't try to control the flow of life. Just live it and trust Allah. Tawakkul. Yes, you need to know certain structures. You need to have your foundations right. But, again, don't focus so much on the strategy that you lose your mindset or you do not have energy to focus on your mindset in the first place. I'm not saying to ignore strategy altogether. But what I'm trying to say is understand that strategy plays only 20% in the game. 80% of it is your mindset and the energy. If you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one in using energy molding to get yourself to the next level or get your business to the next level, then do not hesitate to drop me a message or an email. DMs, Instagram DMs work best as well. Shamima underscore Shaj. You can find all the information in the description below. If you cannot afford at this moment to work one-on-one, -on -one, then find yourself a group. And then at a lower price, but with the same impact, not as same as one-on-one, -on -one, but with this massive amount of energy, let's start working on ourselves. That was a train <laughs> let's start working on yourself your growth your business your life your career your family your love life your children like all aspects of your life because we are multi-dimensional creatures we'll work on all this because this thing is powerful and this is the message that i feel that i am born to convey to the world and then i'm putting this message out now if you think about it 
please bear with me. I'm not doing this massive promotions, uh, you know, like the so-called thought leaders or marketing gurus and stuff like that say I should follow. You know, like create a landing page, put it out there, put a video, follow this funnel. No, I'm just saying it out to you because I deep down know that this is my message and if you are the right person, then you will come to me. You might relate to what I'm saying. I don't need to try hard because I don't believe that my risk is in your hands. If you do come through, then you're only a means. Now, the reason I'm saying it to you right now is not because I want to sound arrogant. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. If you are thinking that, then watch yourself because you think of people what you think of yourself in a sense your opinions of others are actually opinions that you have your, about yourself your limiting beliefs your fears doubts and everything it's like a mirror so yeah moving on the reason i'm saying this is because i want to give you a little insight into this massive mindset shift this sense of I don't know man, freedom, yeah, freedom, because today inshallah in the evening, I will be going down to do some jacuzzi shopping, uh, which is amazing, and dude, like I truly believe that this can happen to you too, you know, to live your life and enjoy it, you know, I want this, the same thing for you man, I really, really need it. So the reason why I mentioned about the jacuzzi or the tabalahu adam is because I'm in the process of, you know, building a dream bathroom somewhere where I can wind down and just feel calm because that's the energy that I'm trying to attract. So I don't want to confuse you too much, which is why I'm just going to leave it there. But if you need to live your dream life, if you want to show up as your next level self, then you need to make decisions like your next level self today. You know, cause and effect. Your decisions bring about the result. If you think that you are not worthy enough to make the investment in yourself, if you think that you will not get results, if you have all these negative effects, guess what? If you are not showing up as your next level when you are making decisions, then you will not be able to get the next level results. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So I hope to hear from you because I know you are worth it. You deserve it. No strings attached. Just drop the truth bombs in here. Whether or not you decide to work with me one-on-one -on -one or as a group, think about this concept because it can be really relaxing in the sense you won't be carrying a lot of stress in yourself because a lot of people cannot grow to their limit because they burden themselves with these strategies so hoping to catch you next week with a brand new episode where we work on uplifting yourself helping you get to the next level so that you can show up as the leader you are born to be till next time assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuhu take care